Good morning, listeners. It is officially time to get up, so don't you dare hit that snooze button. Do some jumping jacks, take a shower, feed your dog, do whatever you got to do. I don't care, but it is time to get after it. It is currently Wednesday, April 1st, and you are listening to today's episode of The 5-Minute Drill, brought to you by L5 Media. And that sweet baritone voice you're listening to right now belongs to yours truly, Darian Phillips. And I'm once again joined by the Simran Sandu. Simi, today I wanted to give our listeners an idea of what companies or industries are faring well in this time of crisis, and on the other hand, those who aren't doing so hot. But before we get into that, let's go ahead and start today off with a quick market recap. What do you say? Darian, let's do it. Unfortunately, stocks just wrapped up their worst quarter since the 08 financial crisis. So hopefully I'll have a better answer for you in the next few weeks because markets had another tough day as all major U.S. indexes fell by 1% to 2%. As a result, Treasury yields fell to 64 basis points, but gold did rally as it's now up to 1580 an ounce. And as we all know, listeners, this is more than just a domestic crisis. In fact, we saw Europe's largest exchange, that is the Stocks Europe 600, just witnessed its biggest quarterly loss since 2002. And Japan's Nikkei stock average suffered its steepest decline since the 08 crisis. It's been a roller coaster of emotions, to say the least, Simi, and investors are expecting the extreme volatility to continue. In fact, the CBOE Volatility Index, which tracks expectations for stock market volatility, has soared 289% so far this year, making it its biggest quarterly gain ever. Well, we've seen a lot of big dips, especially oil companies like ExxonMobil and Chevron, who have fallen about 40% for the year, and so have the major banks like Goldman Sachs and J.P. Morgan Chase, which have each tumbled more than 30%. On the other hand, the big winners during this time are companies involved with streaming and online learning. Yeah, Sammy, it's safe to say that I've definitely contributed my fair share to that Netflix cause. That new season of Ozark has got me hooked right now. Anyways, I wanted to add a quick note to that losers column that you just touched on. Turns out this crisis has also forced Xerox to back out of their hostile takeover of tech giant Hewlett Packard. And the deal was expected to be worth more than $30 billion, Simi. Well, Darian, it's really hard to raise capital right now. And I imagine Xerox just didn't have the financial backing to pursue their plans. But expect things to continue this way since the virus does doesn't intend on stopping anytime soon. The U.S. officially has over 185,000 coronavirus infections with the death toll exceeding 3,800 people. Yeah, there's really no hiding from this thing, Simi. Like we mentioned last week, prisons are even grappling with how they're going to handle this situation. And as of Tuesday, the Federal Bureau of Prisons said it would keep thousands of inmates across the country locked in their cells for the next 14 days. The Bureau said inmates would be allowed and out in small groups for essential activities. And this includes things like showers, meals and phone calls, stuff like that. Well, it's not only become a huge issue for inmates, but even workers who still have to clock in every day to perform essential duties. Luckily, Walmart has been one step ahead on this one. The multinational retail company just announced that in the coming weeks, they will be offering masks to employees who wish to wear them, and they will also be checking temperatures of all employees before they begin their shift. If an employee registers a temperature of 100 degrees or higher, then they will be sent home with pay and will be able to return when they are fever-free for at least three days. And if we step away from virus-related business, Simi, for a second, we'll see that Chinese tech giant Huawei is preparing for the battle against the Trump administration. The company said that the U.S. should expect retaliation from China if it continues to restrict access to key suppliers. And by key suppliers, they mean Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company. Try to say that three times, listeners. But anyways, that company is the world's largest contract ship manufacturer. 
And another quick note, big win for Microsoft. As of Tuesday, Washington becomes one of the first states to allow facial recognition technology. However, there are still some restrictions involved. Definitely a controversial topic, but it does create a multi-billion dollar opportunity for tech firms and other businesses alike. But Darian, what are we seeing in sports? Well, Simi, last week we mentioned that the Olympics were being postponed. And as of today, we now have an official date. That's right. The Tokyo Olympics will officially be held on July 23rd of 2021. So Mark, your calendars, people. Hey, we'll do, Darian. Only one year, three months, and 21 days to go. Anyhow, folks, on to our enduring question. This one's a bit more entrepreneurial in nature, but if you could have started any company three months ago, what would it have been and why? Make sure to tweet us your thoughts at Up5Media and stop by our website to subscribe at up5media.com. And we will catch you bright and early Thursday morning as we continue our journey to redefine how you experience news. 